Hey everybody. Whew. Today is Wednesday, October 21st, 2020, and um, I've had some things come to me in the last 24, 48 hours that I feel like I need to um, talk about. God's put it really heavy on my heart, and um, and when you get a confirmation of things, I mean, I've had more than one confirmation, but um, this last one that came to me was so heavy. And the fact that um, it was decades ago that the same vision was given um, to someone else too. I mean, it literally was almost crazy how the details are so similar. Um, two people from two different parts of the planet uh, from different walks of life are going to have the same dream with same details, same vision. It It's not coincidental. So I have to ask you the question today. Um, and after I ask you this question, we're going to, I'll give you the gospel. But this question is something I hope everybody thinks about and asks themselves while they still draw breath on this planet. Ask yourself this question. Do you know that when you die and close your eyes for the last time in this world, that when you open your eyes, you will be in heaven? Do you know that? And and please don't come at me telling me that you can't know, you can only hope. No, the, the scripture tells you, the apostle Paul tells you, you can know that you are saved. Because the Holy Spirit will tell you once you are saved and sealed his. Um, but let me get into the gospel, which Paul gives us in 1 Corinthians 1 or 1 Corinthians 15 uh, verses 1 through 4. Um, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received and wherein ye stand by which ye also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preach unto you, unless you have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to scripture. Christ came as a babe, a virgin birth, lived a holy, perfect life, and died on the cross, nailing our sins to the cross to redeem us and save us. And all you have to do is believe. There's nothing more you have to do. It's not faith plus works. You're not saved by your works. You are saved Two works. If you are saved, you will do works that are good works because you are a new creature in Christ. You want to do what Christ wants you to do. You don't do it to go to him and say, look, Lord, I did all these things. Because if you do, scripture in Matthew will, says that he will see you and he'll say, I know you not, you workers of iniquity. He's going to say that to you if you think that you can earn your way to heaven. Because all our good works are as filthy rags, as it's stated in Isaiah 64, 6. 
all our righteousness are as filthy rags and will not last for an eternity. They don't they don't even last for a day, <laughs> right? If you think about it, someone with a good reputation, that reputation can be ruined with one bad deed. No matter how much the good stuff it is, then you will lose faith and trust in them. Yeah. So any of those good good acts of, you know, good um, works, then yeah, they will fade away. Um, and then Romans 10, 4, it tells us that we don't need to do anything else because Christ is the end of the law. It says, for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness unto everyone that believeth. There's that key word again, believeth, believe. Believe in him. Once you have admitted that you are a sinner who needs a savior to save you from hell. Because you can't do it yourself. Then you accept Christ as your savior for his atonement, his gift of grace. Which you can only accept. That's you. You can either your choice is to accept that gift or to refuse it. It's that simple. Believe in him. Or believe in yourself, thinking that you'll get there just because you're a good person. Well, let me, that kind of brings me into my topic today. Again, we're going to talk about if you close your eyes for the last time on this planet, when you open your eyes, do you believe you'll be in heaven? Because I'll tell you right now, there are good people, according to the world's description and standards, who are in hell right now. And that's because, and that's not because God sent them there. No, he gave everybody the same choice. Believe in Christ and be saved. Or if you reject him, then you are actually choosing to send yourself to hell. It's your choice. That's not God sending you there. He, he, he abides by the law that he set the standard. His house is a house of order. And that is why there are laws. And no unclean thing can enter heaven. So, um, going into this, I was it was a few years ago. Um, I was saved in um, December of 2013 out of Mormonism, which is a false religion. And since my journey out of Mormonism, I have come to find out <laughs> there are so many false teachers, false religions, cults, all, all of that. There's so many out there, and it's so important. To be in the Bible and be in the word every day so that you know, you know how to compare what things other people say, what other preachers say, what other people who have dreamed dreams or seen visions or claim to be Christ or prophets or anything like that. You can measure it against God's word and God's word will tell you whether or not it's true. Because if it doesn't line up with God's word, it's not of God. So. A few years back, um, I was just coming to know. I mean, I knew I was a sinner. I knew I had been saved because I accepted Christ. I just did not understand fully what heaven and hell were really like. There was a lot of things that I had to unlearn from the Mormon religion I was raised in in order to fully understand what what um, what it really was, what hell was really like. You know, what are all these? What are all the real pieces of the puzzle, basically? And so I started praying and asking God to help me understand this because as Mormons teach it, 
Um, they have three degrees of heaven. Um, and that top tier even has three degrees. Um, and then their hell is what's called outer darkness. And they don't, they're, they don't preach a fiery hell. They don't preach that. They, they don't, they don't, they really don't say much about it, but that's really the messages. That's really what the gospel is, is like, Jesus, look, there is hell right there. And I am saving you from it. And you don't want to go there. You really don't want to go there. And this is what I'm going to tell you why, because hell is not just outer darkness where you're just kind of floating around, kind of absent from God. Blah, blah. No, no, no. That's not even the lightweight version of hell. The visions that he's given to me over the years about hell are disturbing. And I'm not one that likes to, and I'm telling you straight up, I don't watch a lot of horror movies. I don't watch those kind of things, especially this time of year, because I, I'm very sensitive to other spirits. I'm sensitive to what's going on. I have had to deal with demons. I have had those experiences. I don't like to welcome them by watching certain things. And when you, once you watch those things on your TV, you're opening a portal and giving them legal license to enter your home. I hope you think about that. So I don't watch those kind of shows because it's unsettling. And then I end up having to do prayer warfare in my own home. And no. <clears throat> so just so you know, I'm not getting these ideas from some horror show or anything like that. Okay. It's not something I've ever seen before. And I'll tell you straight up. I tell it's something that I wish I could forget, but I'm glad I don't because I know I need Christ. <laughs> so it's kind of one of those things. So I'm going to describe to you some of what um, the visions were that I had. And um, obviously there's not going to be words to describe it all. They're just not human words for it. It's horrible. It's, 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 it's absolutely terrifying. And, um, but there, then in the link in the comments here, um, if you're on your iPod and listening, there's going to be, I'm going to put a link in there that has another um, record of what I experienced, what I heard, what I saw, smelt, felt all of that, um, that lines right up with it. And it's just, it's, it's really bone chilling. Um, hell has many, many, many degrees in it. I mean, we've heard of it, you know, people, the deepest levels of hell, that kind of, there, there's truth. There's levels of hell, levels of hell. And I'm going to just describe just the first level of hell that the majority of those there are what we would deem good people here. You know, people who were your next door neighbor that would bring you chicken soup if you were sick or were active for positive things in the community or, you know, someone who was a hard worker who was honest and, you know, for the most part, they weren't a big, big, big sinner. There may be some small sins of it that they weren't a murderer. They didn't want to hurt anybody. They um, thought well of their neighbors. It didn't matter the color of their skin. You know, we're talking about good, what you would call, quote, quote, Christian people. OK. Or religious people or even atheists, good atheists. You know, it, th these are people who are good people, according to the world's definition. They are in hell. They are in hell because they did not accept Christ. They did not believe in Christ. They may have had head knowledge of the Bible. They may have known some of the words in the Bible, but they didn't have heart knowledge. They didn't accept Christ. They didn't surrender to him and throw themselves at his feet to accept him. They had head knowledge. 
Some of them, which is bone chilling, some of them are preachers, pastors. There's, they're the ones that were teaching false doctrine. That they themselves didn't examine themselves before they stood up to teach all these other people who followed them. It gives me chills. Sorry, it's, you, you, you might hear me pause every now and then because I'm experiencing it again. It's just it's one of those things. Um, but these people who are in the first level of hell. When I first had that vision open up to me, it was dark. Like, I don't know if you've ever gone down in a cave and they've maybe turned the lights out or something. That is dark, darker than that. Dark. There's no, you can hear flames burning and crackling like you do in a fire. You can hear that, but you can't see any light. You can't see the light from them. There's no light from them. Um, the heat is just unimaginable. It's like when, if you've been boiling spaghetti in a pot and you take the lid off the pot and you get the steam in your face and it's really hot. That time a thousand, thousand, thousands times hotter, plus the steam and the heat and the smoke and, and the stench. Oh, my gosh, stench. There's no there's no way to describe the stench other than to tell you what the stench is a result of. It's a result of burning sulfur bodies. Um, it, oh, it's um, it's also excrement like. You know, you're torturing someone to death. Sometimes they will vomit. There's vomit. There's there's menstrual blood. There's, I mean, all sorts of human excrement all over the place. Feces, um, diarrhea. I mean, all of it. Just it's horrible, absolutely horrible. And you can't get away from it. The constant sound of screaming and 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 crying out and all of that. And the crazy thing is, you can't understand anybody else. Because they're all their languages are all mixed up, kind of like the the Tower of Babel. They, they, you know, no one knows what you're talking about. All they can communicate through is screams and and you know sounds of torment. Um, and so you don't understand what's going on. Um, but it's just it's constant and it's it's dark, it's fiery, and then it just you know, you're you're being tormented you know other people are clawing at you I mean everybody's tormenting each other but you don't know who they are you don't know who's what where but but yeah you're being tormented you know flesh being ripped off your bones and because you have an immortal body the flesh grows back so it can be ripped off again and again and again and then and then the other thing too that I remember just very vividly is all these worms like maggots you know, the maggots that eat the body, the decomposing bodies and stuff on this planet. Maggots everywhere and worms. I mean, not just little maggots. We're talking about big worms, too. Crawling out of every orifice of their body um, and blood coming out of their eyes. And, you know, it just it just horrible. Absolutely horrible. And like I said, it's just you're smothering. You can hardly breathe. You, you can't you can't hardly get a breath while you're screaming and yet you're in so much the pain the pain level oh my gosh you don't want to go there Christ loved you enough to go to the deepest level of hell and back to sacrifice himself and to vanquish death to save you from that you do not want to go to hell and that's why you can't just 
take this life easy. Oh, I know the Bible. I go to church every Sunday. Um, or even if you don't, even if you think you're a good person, you haven't gone to church and you don't know Jesus. Yeah, you're, you don't have a ticket to heaven if you think that's just going to get you by. You need Jesus. You need saving. You need to accept him as your Lord, your Savior. You need to give your life to Christ and accept him. You don't have to do anything but believe that he died and rose for you again and believe it in your heart, not just your head, in your heart. Believe it in your heart. Build a relationship with him. That's what I always tell people. It's not about religion. It's about a relationship with him. And that's why if you think it's about religion and you do all these good works and stuff, like it says in the book of Matthew, he will tell you, get the hands worker of iniquity. I know you not because he doesn't have that relationship with you. You haven't given him your heart. You haven't listened to his heart. You just pay him lip service saying, oh, I know Jesus. No, 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 no. Please, I, I, I implore anybody listening to this, please. You can know that you are saved. You can know that you are saved. But you have to give your life, give your heart, heart, mind, and strength, and soul, everything to God. That's a relationship. So think if you have if you have a spouse or if you have a partner or something like that, or a best friend, you know their heart. You know their heart. But if you don't know Christ's heart, he won't know yours. And you will end up in hell. And time is short. There's a lot I've been watching along with the other watchmen and women. I've been watching. I see the signs. Um, there's going to be war. Uh, there's going to be war coming. And when that happens, Christians, if you're listening to this and you're sharing this with friends, it's going to be very soon. I'm not setting a date because I don't know exactly when these things will come to pass. But I know that once they start seeing interesting things, um, there's going to be, you know, especially the war. Right now, there's there's all sorts of signs everywhere that are biblical prophecies being fulfilled. Um, massive amounts of, of animals dying in, in odd ways. And there's earthquakes everywhere. The big 7.5 earthquake in Alaska recently, a few days ago. Um, the, the, the earth is moving, rock, rocking and rolling, shaking. We're just not focused on it because we're focused on the riots going on in our country. We're focused on coronavirus. Um, we're focused on all of that. But you need to be in the Bible. You need to be in the word. You need to be watching. You know, there's movement toward a, a new world order and a one world government, one world religion which would also lead us to the beast system and the Antichrist. And it's coming soon, very soon. So don't put off your day of redemption. We are not promised our next breath. We are not. It's When rapture happens of the church, it's going to happen in a blink of an eye. A blink of an eye. Well, even a blink is too long. A twinkling of an eye is what the scripture says, <laughs> to be scripturally accurate. We're going to disappear like the whole church is going to disappear if it, when it happens. 
if you see it and you're still here left behind and you wonder where everybody went, that's because it wasn't some alien abduction as they're going to try and spin it. It's not that. Don't fall for that deception. But it's that was Christ who came to rapture us, his church, his true believers. So if you find this recording and you've had friends and family, coworkers disappear and you're not sure why or how, that's what happened is they were a true believer in Christ and were raptured with the rest of us when Christ comes. And the tribulation is going to start. You can still be saved in the tribulation, but you're going to have to suffer through a lot of torment persecution and you will have to die for your new faith in Jesus because those who don't kneel to the beast system and the antichrist will be killed but it will be worth it because it's going to be just a small moment in the whole eternity scheme of things it's just a small moment small price to pay in order to be with us and Jesus in heaven for all eternity those who endure to the end will be saved. You keep that in mind. It's going to be tough. If you're if you're hearing this after your friends and family, whoever has disappeared, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But hang in there. Endure to the end. You don't walk alone. Christ is with you because you gave your heart to him and he is with you standing in that fire. And through that persecution and through putting your life on the line for him, you will be accepted into heaven and you will have escaped hell. And I don't want anybody, not even my worst enemy, to go to hell. Because after what I've seen and what I continue to see confirmed about that from other sources who I don't even know that were sent to me because I've been praying for God to send Truth before my eyes. Just put it right before my eyes, Lord. And he's sending me things on a daily basis, showing me false teachers, who's showing me confirmation of visions that I've had. This is this is it, folks. We're getting down to the last couple pages of the chapter before the next book starts. Don't wait. Pray. Fall on your face. Give your heart to the Lord. Pray and say, Lord, save me, please. I'm sorry. Please, I understand that you are Savior and you can save me. Do it. Do it today. Do it today. Don't wait. I have to put this out there because I know some of my friends will listen to this and I have maybe not had a chance to tell them other people I've talked to, other people I've worked with, and I'm no longer in those jobs. So I have to put this out there some way, somehow to be able to reach you and let you know that I love you. I love all of you. And please, please, if you want to reach out to me, you can leave me a message here or you can email me at breakingitdownwithbrendalee at gmail.com and let's talk, okay? Whew, all right, God bless. Have a good day.